Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. Like, you know, I just, I want to be able to say, yeah, I just want to just be able to just to sum up and to address anything that's, that's been in there, been, been in the old, you know, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, but, um, I don't know if, if that answers the, the no, question, no, but I'm no. certainly proud of it. I mean, there, like, there's, there, there's, mo- there's moments in, in, in the record, like, there's moments in every, or, uh, moments in, um, only chance we get and moments in daylight savings and in gibberish and green tree where are for me are, are like, you know, little shining moments that, that, that I, you know, I love, you know, like there's maybe a lyric or a, you know, like a chord change or something that happened in, in the recording that is especially, or especially cool to me. Um, but uh, this record is, is mostly, it's about the, the unit it's about the, the whole the whole thing well i think you know what's so interesting is that i think you know for like fans and me like i'm considering myself a fan obviously um i think that the songs like i hear a song like gibberish or i hear a song like green tree or hear a song like only chance we get a lot of those songs and i mean this you explained why it sounds like this but they really do feel like kind of lightning in a bottle like like you really captured something yeah. and you captured it you caught it you bottled it up and you moved on. And, and so that, that really comes across. And I'm saying everything that you're saying is kind of speaking to that. One thing that I always wondered, um, and I'm surprised I never asked this until now was like, I think this was the second or third, because I think home had been on a demo and I know home had been on the the network sound and home was actually the Mm -hmm. song that I heard live. That was one of those things that I'd already had the seven inch and then I saw you guys, and then I went and re-listened to the 7-inch, and I was like, wait, this song isn't on there. Like, that, that, that was a song that really kind of... And you and I talked... Even back then, you and I would talk about home and change the lyrics. But why did you yeah. re-record it and put it on this record? Was it kind of trying to say something like, hey, despite everything that's happened, this is still yeah. what we're about? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, that for sure. That it was. It, we, I wanted to sort of put a punctuation at the end of the record for sure um and also the song we it, it was one of our first songs that we wrote um you know with bob and so it made sense to from us to 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 add that to to this record being you know aided to him and, and whatnot but um the, the song you know it because it was one of our first songs we, and you know, it was about the band and about our, just about our, our, 
our friendship and whatnot. We musically it, it, it evolved a lot. We, we we I mean the the difference from from our to the demo version to the seven inch version to the album version. There's three of them out there, and they're all very different. And I feel like every time we did it, it got better. And so I I I wanted the you know we definitely wanted the better version to be out you know to be out there not just something that we play would play live but we wanted to capture it and and for you know for multiple reasons have it as the last song on the on the album well the last proper song on the album how did you guys get like you know you had Gwen on good you had Gwen on um, time after time what was the machinations I mean because obviously. Well, she was kind of becoming Gwen at the time of this, at the time of 3D yeah. Ready. Um, but yeah. yeah, how did all that kind of come about? Did it have to do with that Donnie guy and where you guys practiced? Well, um, and, well, Paul, oh, Bob, I guess Bob, Bob was closer, was closer to them. He, he was friends with, I think, maybe Eric or, you know, the, you know, the, um, her brother. All right. Anyway, like, like somehow because of the Anaheim connection, Paul and Bob knew, you know, that we, we were kind of in the same, I mean, we were certainly <laughs> not in the same, in the same, you know, as, as, as uh, history will attest, we didn't uh, to really stay, stay with them as far as uh, our But then who careers. did? Like, like aside from the offspring, who did? But, you uh, know? but, but yeah, but we, we were, or we were kind of in the same circles for a while, right? We we were in the same circles for a while, and uh, yeah, it just it happened. Like you know, we 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 had said that we should get a female vocal on this; it'll be fun. And anyone says female vocalist in Southern California in the early '90s, they thought of thought of her. I mean, they were huge. They were huge in, in our scene long before they you know were known. In, on a, like a national level so um but yeah it, that, that's like i i had little to do with with bringing her on on board but yeah she was cool enough to come down and do the different strokes on good and then somehow she was dumb enough to <laughs> to, to do it again um but we also you know we, we but yeah we were trying to like just be friends we, we didn't play with them until after I don't remember. We we played with them in the Troubadour, and we played with them. I think we played with them again. But we yeah, we we were definitely like we were you know alongside each other for a while. Like we would go to their shows, and I don't know if they'd go to our shows, but we were kind of around. But we recorded good. She did vocals for different strokes, and then we did a demo version of. Time after time, for us, it was for a special. I don't know if you remember this. We it, it was a, a, a John panel production. It was a show at, at, at in, in your hometown in, in Fountain Valley at Music City. Okay. And I think we were, I think it was like real big fish. And oh, I remember that because you and guys played that show and the Goo Goo Dolls played before the weekend right, before. Right. And I don't know yeah. if you remember this. I'm going to digress into just a short you and me story. Remember yeah. how the Goo Goo Doll, the singer guy, was like complaining, or hey, you know, this amp or, or, or this monitor is going to blow up. And then I yeah. told you, like, hey, dude, when you go on stage, you need to, like, tell the people, hey, everything's cool, man. We're going to have a good time tonight. 
And to my surprise, you actually listened to me and did that. And uh, I, I don't know, you got up on stage and you're like, hey, man, I spoke to the Goo Goo Dolls. Everything's cool. So we're going to have a good time tonight. So thank you. I, I don't know if I've ever, you know, appreciably thanked you for uh, doing that. Right on. <laughs> so, but, but um, yeah, the, the show, the, the, the special show that we did, it was a Valentine's Day show. And we were given a couple hundred bucks. Each, all the bands were given a, a little, little bit of cash to go and record some songs, specifically for a cassette that was to be given out at the show. And so we recorded two songs. We recorded guess, an early version of Guess What and Time After Time. And that's when we had Gwen come in and she sang on the, this demo thing that was only released on cassette. Um, and then we had her on the hook for the album months later, I guess. And so she came back in and sang on the version that ended up being on the album as well. So there are two versions of time after time, both with Gwen singing. So, Oh, gotcha. Oh, I, 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 I you know what? I want to say that I know that I, I remember the Valentine's day show. I remember you guys all wore ties. Like I remember there was like the whole yeah. like thing. And by the way, I was yeah. wrong. The Goo Goo Dolls thing was over the summer, actually. And it was, yeah, 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 different. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm going to pause. Same, same, same club, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Music Music City, which is now a Chinese food restaurant called Fortune Cookies. <laughs> I, 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 expect, I expect no less.